Uh-oh. What the heck is up with this? Great. I'm here. Hang on one second. This is the devil and a half. Give me a second. Oh, the devil. Hey there, give me a second. There I am, hot dog. <clears throat> How's everybody doing? Oh my gosh. Happy, happy, happy pre-Thanksgiving. I'm gonna fade this out. Hope everybody's doing okay this week. I've got a interesting, interesting, interesting word today. Put my mic in the right place here so you can actually hear me. Hope everybody's doing okay. <clears throat> you got some cold weather down there? We do too, actually. Um, it's supposed to be starting up raining here pretty soon, so I don't know what we're gonna be getting. I know on the East Coast they're getting snow right now. So I hope you're doing well. Um, things are fixing to start amping up. Uh, we know what time it is. And so uh, Thanksgiving. <laughs> It's almost Thanksgiving. So welcome to the 15-Minute Rev. I'm Dr. Missy Hood. Glad you're here. Glad you're joining me today. Um, if you're amping up and getting ready for Thanksgiving, I hope you're having a good week um, and just trying to work your way out of last week. And so God's got a great word for you today. There's no bad news. Everything's progressing as usual. And God's getting ready to uh, do some really, really unique things in the body of Christ right now. And so that's what I'm bringing this word for for you today. And if you're new to the channel, I want to welcome you to the channel. Um, we are a prophetic channel and we help front runners and intercessors try to navigate through the seasons of God's heart. And so we're hopefully helping you to better understand your world around you and to understand how to pray more effectively so that you can stand up and take your life back through Christ in your life, if you know him. And if you don't, we'd like to help you get to know him a little bit better. We're help, here to help you get cleaned up and uh, try to um, step into a closer relationship with Christ. So welcome to the channel. Welcome to the show. Um, I want to make a few announcements before we get going this morning or this afternoon. I guess it's now. It's 2.13. But uh, we have, can you guys pop up the Ezekiel's Wheel? If you're interested in knowing more about us, we are a front-running group. You can check us out at our station, our channel over here and our website. But um, if you also, can somebody pop up the channel for the new uh, private teaching thing we're going to be starting on Monday Night Live starting January the 2nd. <clears throat> we want you to go over and subscribe because we have a lot to hopefully offer you here at Ezekiel's Will. We're trying to teach you how to move through the Lord's heart every year. And that may not seem such a like such a big deal, but when I talk to you about what I'm fixing to talk to you about today, it's going to become even more uh, increasingly important for you to understand how to understand the patterns of God, the ways of God. And so that's really, really, I think, going to give you a little bit more insight as to what we do. But on Monday Night Lives, we're going to be bringing you insight on how to build your foundation back. If you're looking, if you've gone through a lot of trauma, if you've gone through a lot of hurts and heartaches and I know the last 30 years a lot of the body has and they haven't understood a lot of the world around us right now doesn't make sense and I think after today it's going to start making a little bit more sense to you helping you hopefully to understand how you got here 
and what got you here. It's and it's not just generational cursings and the things that the body's been studying about. Those are givens. That's Deuteronomy twenty-seven and twenty-eight. But these are contributing factors outside of our control that we didn't know about back then. We didn't know as a body back in the fifties when all this stuff started, um, <clears throat> and how the enemy infiltrated our camp. And how he got into our homes and into our family, into our country. And so today's topic, actually, if you're just joining us again, I'm Dr. Missy Hood. Welcome to the 15-Minute Rev. The title for the day's Rev is going to called, it's going to be called Battleground of Fraud out of MK Ultra Mind Control. And then One New Man, One Truth. Coming back to One New Man, One Truth. And you know, I've heard the concept, One New Man several times by different leaders and i'm thinking oh that's cool i didn't get it <laughs> obviously i didn't get it um but i thought that's cool you know that's interesting god but as i've continued forward in my journey the lord has been explaining to me that he is entering in <clears throat> he's coming onto the scene he's drawing close to those who are drawing close to him and he's doing it for the vessels who are choosing to get cleaned up because he can't dwell where sin is. He's looking for a place to tabernacle. He's looking for a place to land. And if you've never been raised in church, I'm not trying to speak Christianese to you. I'm telling you some terms that'll help you understand the conversation today. It'll also answer hopefully some questions about why your life has taken uh, the trajectory that it's gone um, because choices matter. Choices matter on all seven mountains. They matter. They matter individually. And so, yes, it'll help you hopefully to better have, find some um, more answers for your life. But I believe the body of Christ is entering into one of the most exciting times of our life right now. And I believe this because from the bottom up, you can only look up if you can look at where our nation's at right now. And if you know a holy God, then you know that his plan is going to stand against any scheme of the devil. You know that God love is the most powerful force on earth. God is love. And so if you've been following along with the 15 minute rev the past two years, <clears throat> it's been my goal. And actually, and I didn't understand why God had me on this topic, but he seemed to be hammering down on the apparatus of religion. And I think today is going to be like the crescendo to help you understand why he's been hammering down on that apparatus. God hated the Pharisees. Now, it's not about Pharisees versus Christianese. It's not about that at all. This is about how the enemy infiltrated your camp and started building that apparatus, that false apparatus in the church today. So if you've been following along with the Rev the past two years, we've been trying to keep you abreast of what God's been saying to the body of Christ and how God has been moving and attempting to get the body into position so that he can tabernacle. To begin coming back into his heart. However, coming back into love and into the right place at the right time, at all times, is going to require some effort. This isn't the attitude of, well, just let somebody else do it. This isn't that. This is every individual being accountable for their own heart and their own life and coming before a holy God and saying, you know what, God, I don't understand you. I don't understand this. I don't understand what's been going on, but... I'm willing to participate. Whatever it is you want me to do, and it may be as simple as repenting for a few things. It may be sitting down and having a come to Jesus with him. That's between you and him. But it also means we all have to take a good long look at ourselves to see where we have begun to compromise. 
and compromising in behaviors like our thinking about what God says versus what we say. Compromise in obedience. When God tells us to do something and maybe we have a different plan. Maybe you've got a different agenda. Compromise in things like because we may see things one way or we may look at the little things in our life as not such a big deal, like little sins don't matter. And I'm not trying to get into picking people apart either with that, but they do because the little things lead you places. The little things lead to bigger things and they lead you into catastrophe sometimes. And so it's all a part of getting our life back and getting back into alignment with love because it all matters. It really all matters. And if you've been listening the last two weeks, it's interesting today because the last two weeks, God's been having me talk about a certain pastor with the message they've been preaching about Leviathan, and it's all tied in. Today's going to tie it in with how the enemy opened up portals. And I'm going to explain that, how the enemies use witchcraft across our nation to open up America to things we've never knew existed. And in our naivety, we just trusted the people who were leading us, thinking they were going to do what they were told to do. They were doing right by us. And here we sit a week later looking at all the fraud. So you may not think compromise is a big deal, but it sure becomes one when you're expecting life to go well for you, but you've opened up doors to the enemy and now he's tearing your life apart. And now here we sit again at this precipice of time where God's trying to bring our country back and God's waiting on a people group to decide whether or not they want to serve him or not. But in choosing to serve God, then we have to decide whether we're going to learn to do things God's way again, again, we stress again, that's how far we've fallen away from his ways. Or not, which will determine our final destination. And you see, we can sit around. I've been watching, thank you, Holy Spirit. I've been watching um, different platforms and things like that because I post on them. Uh, my, my job is to post, I post the news and, and I try to keep intercessors abreast of what's going on. Um, as well as talking about the topics of the hour. And um, I'm watching big names, like big stars, things like that. People that you wouldn't think, and I'm not saying judge anybody. That's not our place to judge anybody. But I'm watching people, they're looking for answers. They're looking for answers, and they're they're posting things about God. And and I was really shocked when I first started seeing this. And, I'm, and then it shook me kind of back in my boots kind of if you will because I started realizing people on all levels on all factions of life all around the world are starting to question things now they're starting to wonder what is all this and if you haven't realized what's going on we're in a spiritual battle okay this is a battle and that's really hard to wrap your head around too but it's a battle between good versus evil it's a battle between Satan's kingdom and God's kingdom and whose kingdom are you going to serve? There's a way that seems right to a man, but the end is death. And if you continue staying on the outside and just letting life take you along this trajectory, it leads to death. It leads to death. But I believe we serve a merciful God. 
and how he wants to bring his people back to himself. And so we can sit around all day examining all the fraudulent activity. We can actually stand up and begin doing something different about the corruption. But dealing with corruption begins dealing with it from within. You understand that? And then we see God step in and begin to deal with those who choose not to change and do things his way. Or those who have chosen to stay corrupt within the devil's heart while we try to move back into Christ. See, God's going to be faithful to those who are faithful to him. He says, if you seek ye first the kingdom and his righteousness, I'll give you all the desires of your heart. So we're learning to step into this place right now where we're seeing God come in and he's starting to tabernacle. He's looking for a place to land. He's learning. For, he's looking for a place to land. Thank you so much. That is the Monday Night Live link. Thank you, Sonia Vegas. She's our new instructor for Monday Night Live. Not to veer off real quick, but it is important that you know we are having a new thing that we're going to start teaching you how to get your life back. That's what I was talking about at the beginning of the conversation. And you can go check out that link and subscribe to it, and you'll be notified starting January the 2nd as to the classes and what they what they are and what's uh, what she's going to be teaching about. But we're going to teach you how to get your foundation rebuilt, how to get your life back, how to battle the witchcraft, but also how to come back before a holy God, come back into honor. And learning what honor is, not that's not just your version of it. Because there's a lot of people that think that they know God right now, and they don't know him from a snowball's nothing. <laughs> that's all I'm going to say about that. But you can go check that out over at that link. So thanks, Sonia, very, very much. But we can either, come back to our conversation, we can either choose to stay the same, or we can choose to work with God and come back into a better way of living and coming back and finding answers for why things haven't gone the way we thought that they were. Have you seen so many people in dismay as you're seeing them in today? In the last week, I see so many people distraught and so many people angry, just angry, not understanding why things are the way that they are. And God's like, you're looking at the wrong God. Your vote is not your God. Your elected officials are not your God. You are not your God. We need to keep our eye on him, our eye on the prize. And so we're living, if you haven't noticed, we're living in a society that's not only disillusioned, they can barely breathe right now. They're barely breathing with life. It's like the blind leading the blind or people just barely existing because they've compromised God's way so badly. And I'm not here to beat anybody up. I'm just trying to explain a few things. And this has happened on all seven mountains, by the way. If you don't know what those are, that's government, education, business, arts and entertainment, media, family, and church. Those are the seven mountains. And none of us have gotten it right because we weren't taught how to deal with the things that we're now dealing with, which are all very, very spiritual. They're very spiritual. And so society wasn't taught how to deal with the levels of witchcraft that we're now having to deal with. That's what snuck in on us. And it started back in the 50s. And I'll go into that here in a second. 
And we hadn't been taught how to deal with that as a church. We've never had to deal with that. And I've known that for about 20 years. I thought we are dealing with things now that we have never dealt with in the past 30, 40 years. And after I've learned about this topic of MK Ultra, I'm not a conspiracy theorist. Let me explain it. I'll give you the definition. It's mind control. It is indoctrination. That's a word you've heard. We've seen it in the education mountain. I'm going to get into it here in a second. But it all started back in the 1950s. Hey, Joyce Romer. Um, again, I'm not a conspiracy theorist, but I want to explain to you a few things about how we got where we're at. And it's not all to be placed on the church. However, the church is responsible for getting us out. We are responsible for obeying the Lord and following them forward if we want to get free. But I do see many coincidences between the spirit of religion and the apparatus of religion, which began to come on the church mountain very strongly from 1953 on. Since many of my own generation was born in the 1950s and 60s, I'm 57. We didn't notice the real changes in society until the latter 60s. Remember the latter 60s, how everybody, the drug movement came in, the B, what was it? If you can't be with the one you love, love the one you're with. So they didn't really, they were getting away from love even back then, um, <clears throat> but majorly into drugs, hallucinogenics, things like that. And so we saw the effects of the apparatus of MK Ultra. Or indoctrination. What is MK Ultra, which was then imposed through witchcraft on all seven mountains? Listen to me. What is MK Ultra, you ask? Again, it's indoctrination of information, propaganda, and mind control. Ultimately, ultimately, it's mind control. It wants to tell you what to think instead of you having your own critical thinking abilities your own ability to choose whom you're going to serve. So it's trying to mind mold you into a certain pathway. Okay. This is how the Luciferians did this. And I'm using a lot of this terminology. It started on the government mountain. We're holding our representatives fully accountable, fully accountable. Started with the CIA, but project MK ultra was the central intelligence agency's mind control program that used LSD and hypnosis techniques to brainwash individuals, which was big in the 1960s. But you may be saying to yourself, but what if I didn't do drugs? Growing up, Dr. Missy, that's cool. I get it. That still doesn't mean you weren't affected. That still didn't mean you weren't affected, and you want to know why? Because what if I were to tell you that you have some people in your government that practice witchcraft and Satanism. So we had it from the top down. What happens at the head will trickle down like the oil on the beard of Aaron. So this is a lot to wrap your head around. If you start now where I'm, where I'm trying to take you into. And a lot of people, they would, they would try to blow it off and say, oh, you're a conspiracy theorist. This has nothing to do with that. Do your research. Go do your research. You're looking for answers. I'm trying to give you some answers. Because this is really what's going on right now within our society. We've got a lot of people that have been uh, totally duped into accepting a false reality. Well, hello, perception is reality. And if you've got a lot of witches and Satanists that are in high levels of government and they're trying to force you down a different direction, don't you think that they're going to be implementing different 
techniques and devices to force you down that pathway. Don't be so stupid and gullible. This is the problem in America. Everybody's like, oh, let's just, it's, a, it's great. The Bible says in the end times, we're not quite there yet, but we're almost. He says that people will continue getting married. They'll be partying. They'll be living life like nothing's wrong. And all of a sudden, all hell will break loose and they'll get bit in the butt by all this crap. So it's about time because it's not the devil's time to show up on the scene, by the way. It's not his time. He's trying to get ahead of time. This is God's time. We're coming out of the latter glory right now. The latter glory lasted 35 years. We're in transition now into the second, excuse me, we're coming out of the former glory. Let me rephrase that. We're coming out of the former glory, which lasted 35 years. Started back in the 1980s. And it lasted, and now we're transitioning into the latter glory. Okay, so I don't know how long that's going to last. If it's latter, I'm hoping it's double. Maybe we'll get 60 years. I don't know. Kat Kerr says she saw 150 years into the future, but I'm not going to presume that I'm God. I don't know. I'm just telling you what God told me the last couple of days. But what if I were to tell you that your government used the concepts from MK Ultra and then combined them with witchcraft and Satanism through rituals to open up portals over America? And I felt it in 2000, by the way. I was out mowing the grass on a riding lawnmower, and I, I felt the wind, a demonic wind run by me, and I stopped and I thought, well, that wasn't good. What was that? That wasn't good. And I didn't know at that time. You bet. That's CERN. And what's the other ones they have? It's I forget the other ones. I'm focused on something else. But they opened up these demonic portals through the science and through magic, through witchcraft, to start conjuring all these demons through all these rituals, which, thank you, Harp. Thank you. Thank you. So those are the two portals that they've learned to work with. So it's about time right now. The battle is over time. Okay. God says everything will be made beautiful in its own time. But we've got a lot of people that are into technology. They're into mathematics, into the sciences. That's their God. But God says thou shalt have no other gods but me. And then you're right too there. They're into military, uh, weather warfare. That's another type of warfare. The warfare has changed. The battleground has changed. Thank you, Holy Spirit. The battleground has changed. And that instead of fighting on a terrain, a regular terrain where you fight head to head, now we have fifth generation warfare where they're fighting it through information first, through propaganda. Hello? How do you think they mind mold you? They control different governments through this way. They, they can steal your character and your reputation by driving you into the ground through propaganda, through news medias? How do you think they're doing it right now with a lot of our politicians? So God's trying to teach us about all these things, but he's also teaching us how they did it. See, I'm a practicality. I'm, I'm a practical person. Excuse me. I'm a very logical thinker in that if I know what I'm dealing with, I can cope with it. It's like, yeah, okay, let's get this show on the road, man. And now I understand what's going on. I was wondering how all this happened, and this wraps it up into a nutshell. I was like, this is amazing when the Holy Spirit tried to show me about this stuff. So he was talking about how MK Ultra combined this indoctrination with witchcraft or satanic ritual abuse. So have some of you been wondering why the last 30 years of your life have consisted of 
trauma after trauma after trauma after trauma where demonic things would happen to you that you knew were out of the norm for your life, that your life had been primo before that point. You lived your life. You tried to live your life right. You weren't doing anything deviant. You weren't doing anything out of the norm. And then all of a sudden, all hell let loose against you. And, and, and it continued pummeling you with just trauma. It never seemed to stop. And then you found yourself in this place of brokenness, fragmentation. That's what one of my books is about. I wonder if I have it on here. Let me put it on here. This is what my book here is about. I'm not trying to sell you a book. I'm just telling you. God's been talking to us about this for a while. This is my latest book. You can get it on Amazon. Amazon.com. But we find ourselves fragmented. And we're wondering what the heck happened. And your whole life's affected. Because their ultimate goal was to fragment you. And then make you live off the weak pieces of your life. Just off pieces of your life. And so that's where God has been bringing the front runners out of the last 30 years. If you found yourself trying to find out who you are and whose you are. Hopefully you're a front runner. If not, you're an intercessor. You're called to whatever part of the kingdom God has you in. But he's putting your life back together. That's what my prayer is for you. That he's doing that for you. And you're working with him doing that. But this MK Ultra combined with satanic ritual abuse. Hello, satanic ritual abuse doesn't just have to have you on the spot for it to be effective against you. It's rituals involving innocent blood sacrifices and torture Things like this to where they release magic connected into the atmosphere with different levels of magic on the international, federal, state, city, county, and personal level. And so it, it, it releases macro spells and micro spells onto society to where the whole of society is affected. You're affected by trauma. So now intercessors have grown up, praise God, not enough. But we're getting more mature in the spirit and we're starting to hammer back. Lash, I mean, coming right back at them. Thank the Lord. Praise God. So in the process of that, though, we're having to get whole again. And so this is the, I think, purpose of deliverance ministers like Ezekiel's will being raised up, trying to help intercessors get free and help you to step back into position as a whole warrior and a watchman on the wall. So how did MK Ultra or indoctrination get into our society? Let's go there. I believe that the Satanists and the Luciferians in the government started incorporating them into education, through indoctrination and education, through music, movies, subliminal messages. We see them all the time in marketing and billboard. When you go to the movies, you see little blippets. One clip will be of, of food. Maybe go buy nachos. <laughs> go buy Dr. Pepper. You may not even know you saw it. You saw it. And you, all of a sudden, the next thing, you're hungry. You're like, I'm going to go buy some nachos. <laughs> I'm going to go do this. That's subliminal marketing. They do the same thing, and they've learned to incorporate it within different factions of society. And then it started moving its way through behavioral research technology. What do you think Facebook is? What do you think Facebook is? What do you think all these different technologies, these websites are? YouTube. They studied you. The NSA studied you. I hated Facebook for the longest time. I still don't care for it. Because I knew there was something up with it. 
And I knew that there's something that wasn't right about it. And, and I heard about space book. I think that was space. I don't know what that was called. Space. MySpace. I think it was MySpace. And they were getting into all that. But they're studying you. They studied you for AI. Dude, it was behavioral research technology for indoctrination purposes on all seven mountains to where all of society would be under mind control in one way or another. Do you not? Are you not starting to grasp the gravity of the situation now? In education, they indoctrinated you by placing liberal Luciferian educators into high positions where your kids would become progressively more ungodly in their thinking to start falling away from the church. It was a setup. They would become non-critical thinkers, just learning to obey, doing what they were told to do which is the plan of the socialists and the communists. And then those generations would then evolve into the cold love like that of Russia or China or other world countries who didn't know the Lord. They didn't know the blueprint of God. But instead, they would begin to follow the blueprint of Satan. And we would begin to see this all unfold. So now as we've watched our next generation of kids turn into little hellions, operating in narcissism and cold love, where it seems that the worse you behave, the more society seems to embrace you. We're seeing that they don't even know any other way of behaving because the church doesn't even have any answers for them anymore. The church has gotten into the same bad behaviors. That's concerning to me. That's very, very concerning to me. Hence, we have two different spiritual realities going on. And here we stand baffled as to how we got here. Well, MK Ultra was their battle plan and how they would take America or the good godly Americans down. They're after your heart. They're after your mind. They're after your life. Do you understand that if you believe in God, you have his super on your natural. Okay, if you don't, you walk through life alone. And the only thing you have to rely upon is yourself. But I don't want to walk through life by myself. Because with Christ, I win. I've read the end of the book. And, and he's the best friend you could ever have. I'm not here to proselytize, any, proselytize anybody. I am here to tell you that he's a good God. And he's the only one that has the answers for you. Let's continue with the conversation. So they move through education. I'm talking about MK Ultra. And then to the business mountain. And this is where things really got dicey. And I saw this coming too. I saw what these thugs were doing through trying to take down Venezuela and trying to take down these lesser countries. And I think it's Omar Gaddafi. They took him down. They tried to take them all down where they could take over their resources of those countries and anybody that would stand in their way. I think it was Omar Gaddafi that wanted to implement his own gold-backed currency. So they had to take him out. He was a threat. This is not a political talk. I'm just telling the historical background from my own research. But they moved into the business mountain. So these these corrupt leaders moved in and they started taking down these dictators of these countries. And they were going to run the world, new world order. They were going to take over the world so that you could be enslaved, be their slave. So we now have America... Well, we're beginning to see our standard and our honest ways of conducting business become corrupted 
evolving into a third world country type of business where corruption has become the norm. Corruption has become the norm. And let's move to the government mountain where these same corrupt leaders would then begin infiltrating media and arts and entertainment, which I just mentioned before, to attain more mind control over the masses to where our godly reality would then become permanently altered. That is their end game. So that we would never really know the difference between the truth and a lie. How many people feel like you're living in such a warped world right now that nobody seems to know the truth anymore? That's how far away, if you feel like that, that's how far away from truth we've gotten. And they, that's how much they've mind-molded society through all these different mountains. It was pre-planned. Um, it was, this has all been a part of the program that's been, uh, it started back in the 1950s, and it's evolved. And I knew that they were doing this 20 years ago. I could sense it. I could sense people evolving and changing as I watched the degradation of society. It was permanently instilled to degradate our godly society, to get us into cold love, just like the devil's heart is. Let's move on. So the real hindrance here to the government was the church. Because legislators knew that the church wouldn't budge. And I knew that too by the Spirit. I've sensed that for years. So corrupt politicians then started making backroom deals with corrupt pastors and leaders. Those who would get involved in government and theology. Hello, here you see the 501c3. Is that it? 501c3, yeah. Because these government officials knew that these corrupt pastors and leaders were easily swayed from the truth of God because they were never really committed to it. They didn't know God. They had nothing to lose. They didn't have a dog in the fight. They didn't care. They were about the money, the almighty buck. Therefore, these corrupt church leaders were probably infiltrated. 501c3, thank you so much. They were probably infiltrated by witches and Satanists, because we've heard of that too, who are taking a deeper dive into the sacred places to further Satan's indoctrination of society. So don't you see the overall, I know I'm, I'm hitting you with a lot right now, and I don't want to overwhelm your spirit, but this is, what I'm seeing, it's a layering effect of indoctrination that we've been seeing go on the last 60 years. And then here we sit and everybody's like, this is such, this is a cluster, you know what? Use my mouth. I didn't say the word, but you know where I was going. And I'm not religious, so don't even judge me. But we're not here to be religious. We're trying to get you free from it, actually. So just be yourself and realize that God loves you just as you are. He's here to clean you up, to quit judging people. Not that you are, but if you are. But sincerely. We're, we're seeing society becoming so lost in this false reality. And so now, why do you think things have taken so long for the white hats to try to bring us forward? Think about that. Think about that. Because if they were to have dumped it all on you at once, it would have put people into suicide mode. I believe that it, it would have been such an emotional overload. People wouldn't have known where to begin to wrap their head around it. Think about what little I've told you. And some of you are probably like, oh, my God, this is a lot. This is a lot. Even in my talking to you, I can sense your spirit. And this is a prophetic conversation. So I'm just telling you what the Holy Spirit's showing me. 
and what he's having me tell you for right now to help you better understand your reality. But yes, it goes very, very deep. And so while witchcraft and Satanism was thriving, leading more and more people astray, society's become nothing more than a shell of a person. We've got a lot of dead people in society. Have you ever heard the statement, let the dead bury the dead? And so they don't know Christ. Christ says, I've come to bring you life and to bring it in abundance. What do you think brings you into life? What brings you into life is when you feel fully alive, when you're fully capable of loving and you feel free to love. You understand what love is. You understand how love behaves. You understand what love says, what it never says. And, and let me just tell you this, because out in the world, I, I'm seeing more loving people. And I wondered about this the last 20 years, seeing more loving people out in the world. That's <laughs> crazy as it sounds. I'm going somewhere with this than I am in the church. But I didn't understand what had happened until recently with the MK Ultra stuff. And so now we're finally getting answers. But I believe that God left a group of frontrunners, a group of remnant people who walked away from the church about 25 years ago. And you've been listening online. You've been listening and reading your Bible by yourself. And the Lord said, I did it on purpose. I did it on purpose because I'm lifting you up for such a time as this. And so the revival is not going to be coming from within the church, maybe within the fourth people group that Kurt Landry was talking about, unless he's digressed on that statement. I don't know what he's, what he's thinking these days. I don't know. God bless him. But that's what he'd stated at one time. And I believe it's going to be coming from this people group who God preserved out in society so they wouldn't be affected by MK Ultra. Let's go further. So do you ever wonder why, again, why you've walked through so much hurt the past 30 years? Or that you never seem to walk through as a child for the 50-somethings, if you're 50. Again, that's because MK Ultra hadn't gotten so entrenched into society from 1953 through 1970. It was in the 70s that MK Ultra took off and was implemented on all seven mountains where the government began defacing America's godly society. So, church... This is for you, for you leaders who are listening, if you're listening. Listen to the replay. This is for you. Here you sit in your sackcloth and ashes, and you have the opportunity to do something new. To learn to work with God again. Allowing him to pick you back up by the bootstraps so that you can learn to walk in his heart and his glory. Back in to deep love again which will give you your lives back as we fight this spiritual battle. This is our battleground. And this is our resurrection place, I believe. This is how we turn it all around and not only get our lives back, but we get our nation back. I've had so many different people. Wow, I need to go over, may go over today. But I've had so many people on uh, different platforms ask me, you know, you need to, do this and you need to you need to start a group and you need to be a patriot. I am a patriot, by the way, but you need and I'm thinking, how about you? How about you? Why does it always have to be somebody else? Don't be sitting there giving other people directives. We each have to do our part. 
I'm doing my part by being on here and, and getting the, the, the prophetic insight for you to help you better wrap your head around it. But then it's up to us individually as to play our part. We can't just be sitting back on our laurels thinking somebody else is always going to do it. That's not how this works. We're all held accountable as to what we do and don't do in this life. We answer to God for that. For this mentality of, I don't want to be bothered, I don't want to be inconvenienced, let somebody else do it. What do you think the January 6th people are feeling like while they, they sit rotting in jail? Well, everybody else is out there living their life, life just moving on. What do you think their families feel like? So no, it's not going to happen by itself. You're going to have to get up off your butt, America. You're going to have to start acting like your forefathers acted in World War II and get some chutzpah. You're going to have to get some chutzpah or grow a set. That's what I want to say. Again, we're not religious here. So love it or leave it or you can just swipe on. We're going to talk about, as we move in, how to get it back. Through resurrection power, which is based on Ezekiel 37, 1 through 38, 23. And if you know anything about this passage, it's a passage where the nation seemed to be hopeless. Like an army of skeletons in a desert. But it's also a place where God can give life through his word and spirit. Let me back up something here. Let me back up real quick. I'm a military man's daughter. So if I'm abrasive to you, you do need to swipe on because this is all I know. And I'm not going to be who the church says they think I should be because you people are the ones stuck. You're the ones looking for answers. Three-fourths of you are stuck in a spirit of religion, lecturing everybody else about your fake holy. Your fake holy is not taking you anywhere but into bitterness. It's the people that are out here that are actually doing something. Why don't you jump on board with this and try to help us instead of running your mouth? That would be the answer to me. And there are a few really good leaders out there. I, I would label them. I love them. But there are a few of you, you're not worth two cents. Because you're so stuck in fake holy. And your fake pride. It, oh no, it's, it's fake, what do they call that? Fake piety. But this isn't a conversation about that. We're trying to get people refocused. Back where things really, really matter. Back on the things that are truth oriented. But how does God give people life back all at once? Think about that. It's through his front runners. Think about this. Because if you know anything about front running, it's based on the law of all it takes. It's based on the law. If God saves one member of a household, he'll save the whole house. That, take that law and take that premise, apply it to worship. All it takes is one person to burst through in worship and you burst the whole corporate anointing through. It's based on that law. So if you're a front runner and you know who you are and whose you are, you hopefully know how to break through and you've been breaking through and breaking through, which will continue to burst the whole body through into all truth, the real truth, by the way, which brings judgment. <laughs> it to be the bearer of bad news there. Let me tell you why. Because if, if God is all truth, God is the way, the truth, and the life, okay? He's all truth. But with him, if he comes into a room, he's looking for a place to land. We've been talking about that through this conversation, right? He's looking for a place to land. Well, if he comes in, he has to bring in judgment. 
because he's also all truth. And so when judgment comes in the room, things that don't align with truth must be judged. That's the way it works. So this should bring a peace. All hearts who have been separated or divided from the truth, believers or unbelievers alike. Because then everybody begins to come into all truth while the ungodly or the demonic is judged. So he's moving out the unholy to make room for the holy. And I'm not talking about fake holy. You guys are in trouble. You're going to be in a world of hurt if you don't get it together. But God's got a plan for you too. But I believe this is also the one new man concept where God brings all hearts back to himself at all levels, various levels, while a country navigates its way back into the heart of God. Isn't that amazing? And according to Ephesians 2, it's also the place where God raises lost sinners from the dead. Where we all stop judging each other and finally allow God to be God of our lives and learn to love one another again. This is what gives life to the dead, dry bones of a nation desperate for love, desperate for. And so, thank you, Holy Spirit. If in my discussion, see, we're very, very different as a ministry. Now, I know we've gotten a lot of flack from other ministers. So you're not godly enough. You're not this. I don't care. You're not my God. Who, who died and made you God? Some of these people are so stuck and so messed up that, like, who would you ever think that you had the right to go speak in anybody else's life when you yourself can't dust off the, your own back door steps? You don't clean up the crap in your own backyard, but yet you are so fake holy that you think you have the right to judge another person when God says, judge not, lest you be judged. Go pull those logs out of your own eye before you judge the speck in mine. And by the way, your perception of Christ is so screwed up because the God I serve, he's not judgmental. He's the judge, not me. My only job is to look at people around me and try to love them like him. And by the way, love, for those of you who screwed up and misunderstood love, those of you messed up leaders who think that you're so fake holy, you're so holy, I'm just so sick of hearing it. Nobody is more holy than Jesus Christ when he walked the earth, and you're not him. So just put that to rest. The best we can do is be the best us possible. But my only job is to be loving to people. But in that process, there's also accountability. So for those of you leaders who've stuck your nose into this ministry, telling me how to run a ministry, go mind your own business. Clean off the crap in your own backyard. And for all the, all the babies who ran to you saying, well, she held me accountable. You're doggone right I did. It's the spirit of Jezebel. Get your butt in deliverance ministry. You're half the problem. And if you're not part of the solution, then you're part of the problem. So that's the problem in the church. It's the problem in society that everybody's so afraid of offending and they're so afraid of, of, of taking people off and, oh, they're going to lose money. Who gives a rat's rear? Who's your provider? Who's your provider? You people are my provider. God is my provider. So the place that we're standing in right now is love is coming in and he's bringing judgment with him and love gets tough on you when you're misaligned. Love will judge you. And so we have all these milquetoast sheep in there who are getting butt hurt. And they're like, you offended me. All right, I'll, I guess I'll see you later. Have another lap around the mountain. But that's what we're trying to show people. And we're not deviating from that. 
God gave me a very strict standard in this ministry not to ever tolerate Jezebel. The Bible says it. Read your Bible. Read your Bible. Obviously, some of you don't. Some of you immature sheep definitely don't. But God is in this place now where he's course-correcting society. He's course-correcting the mountains. He's course-correcting leaders. And for us to get into this fake holy crap, that's what it is, where we leaders, we have leaders now misleading good sheep. And they're all going like lambs to slaughter right down the Luciferian pathway. And so what is our position in this? What is our job? I believe our job is only to love one another. We used to be a country like that, where I I didn't think about what somebody wore or what they drove. I didn't think about their societal standing or their, their status. How superficial is that? And we have leaders acting like that? Oh, well, so-and-so gives this amount of money. I don't want to tick them off. They'll take the money with them. You don't deserve it. (laughs) They should leave anyway. You're using them. That's a spirit of usury. But we have that spirit all permeating in the church. And then you want to say, you're gods. That is not the God I serve. The God I serve operates in the warm, unconditional love of Jesus. He's non-judgmental, but he will judge if you touch him the wrong way. And here we sit now with all these goofy Balaam's prophets running around, running their mouth like a waterfall, and they're more screwed up than the man in the moon. And it's like, oh my God, shut the blank up. I mean, and then this offends you, when I'm saying offends you, really? If you listen, it would course correct you. Let's go back. How do we get our people free? Pardon me, my nose itches. According to Ephesians 2, God is raising up lost sinners from the dead to where we all, if we'll all just stop judging each other and finally allow God to be God in our lives, we could actually learn about love again. This is what gives life to dead, dry bones. When we start standing up in the real truth, not our version of it. So getting congregations free from MK Ultra, the spirit of religion, or any unclean thing will be the igniter that brings us back to love again. And the faster the church mountain does this, the faster we move into a revival. I believe that much more, uh, much more now than I've ever believed it before. And I also sense in the spirit that healing will start to take place throughout the revival. And we'll begin to see miracles as well, which are spread all over the world. You see, because the one new man concept is the concept for the entire body of Christ around the world, not just for certain sects that have this us for and no more mentality. God's about setting everybody free, not just you and me. He wants us all to come alive in Christ. So revival is getting ready to hit the entire world as God begins setting mankind free. Which will disintegrate the enemy's kingdom because this is not his time. And God says where people draw together in unity, God is there. And I believe God is drawing very, very close to his people in this hour as God's front runners get into place. You're a front runner? Come on, baby, get on the starting line. Come on, don't quit now. I'm telling you all front runners out there, 
This has been hard on you, and I know it has been. I know you're tired as all get out right now. And the devil's been targeting you and hammering down on you. You just came out of one of the most hellacious battles. And as of about two weeks ago, did the pressure let up on you? But I had a dream this morning. <laughs> you're going to laugh at my dream. I had a dream. And guess who was in my dream? I thought my dad was in my dream. Um, but in my dream, I knew that I was a commander in the military, in the armed forces, and I was called out into the hallway. I, I developed some type of an invention for the ear for hearing. And I was called out in the hallway by my military commander. And, um, he said, I want you to bring your, I knew my father was with me and he was in the military with me and he was in another room. And my dad was in the military, by the way. But, um, he said, I want you to bring your father with you Monday morning and I want you to be in dress blues and I want you to come to my office. And I'm, I, I go, are we getting fired? Are we getting fired? And he said, just bring in military, be in military dress blues and come to my office, bring your dad. So I went back into the room and, and I was trying to look for my earpiece and I said, hey, who took my earpiece? I said, I've got to have it to do this computer program. And I turned around and saw who I thought would be my father, but guess who it was? It was Donald Trump. <laughs> And he had my earpiece on. And I was like, hey, hey, no offense, sir. I need my earpiece. <laughs> Can I get my earpiece? And he's like, oh, yes, yes, yes. And he gave my earpiece back. And I said, and by the way, our commanding officer just came in. And he says he wants us at his office, in his office Monday morning in military dress blues. And I said, I don't know why. What's going on? And he got this big, huge smile on his face. And in that very instant in the dream, I heard the word promotion and I said, we got promoted, didn't we? I go, we just got promoted, didn't we? And I woke up from a dream. So if this is you front runner and you've made it through the last two weeks and the pressure has ceased, you just got promoted. I don't know what that is, but I'll fix that right now. Thank you so much. You just got promoted. And so God's saying, this is not time to draw back. This is a time to press in. Because God's got a great plan for you. And if you don't quit and you don't give up, you're going to have what you say. The whole test has been uh, around your dreams and the enemy's brought in delay. But the Lord says, that's not your portion today. Your portion is what I say, says the Lord. And if you only say what I say, says the Lord, I'll give you what you're saying. I'll give you what you're saying because the Lord says, I watch over my word to perform it. And so Jeremiah one twelve, if God's watching over his word to perform it and you're only saying what he's saying, God also says the prayers of a righteous man and woman availeth much. So if I'm only saying what he's saying, then he's performing his word and they're coming out of my mouth and they're doing what he said that they would do. And no demon in hell can stop him. I don't care how much witchcraft is coming at you. I don't care if you can't sense anything. That's part of the trust test, by the way. It's been going on the last two weeks as well. You can't sense anything. You don't know where you're at. And the Lord said, this is strictly a trust test. You're walking by blind faith. Blind faith. Lord says, I want you to learn to take your father at his word that I'm a man of my word. I do what I say I'm going to do. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So this is a season of realignment where God's getting his people back into the right time, back into his heart.
we can be set apart back into true love again. Hallelujah. This is not about religion. It's about learning about true relationship, learning about what is of God and what is not. The Lord is saying to those of you stuck, he's saying, don't miss your time of visitation. Don't you miss your time. You don't recognize the new move. And this is a visitation, says the Lord. You're getting stuck in an old wineskin. Some of you because of your own stiff-neckedness and arrogance. But the Lord's saying, if you'll learn to obey and trust me, I'm looking for a people group to come and land on to rest once again. And besides, aren't you tired of all the hurt and the trauma? Aren't you tired of the old? Seriously, the lack of truth and the cold love? It's time. It's time. Which brings us to James 1, 19 through 2, 17. Boy, I'm out of time, spoken of which we're going to run this thing through right now. So if you're having true saving faith, then you're going to have impartiality, seeing people not from the outside through the status symbols or positions or what they wear or their own looks, but only on character. This is the true nature of true love. It's not inward focused, but true love is others oriented. It looks at the heart only. And true Christians who know that love don't come with an agenda. It simply means we treat others the same way the Lord treats us. This is how far away people have fallen away from love. So true faith, along with true love, is not just something you give lip service to. It's something you live out. You don't just do what you want to do and give this impression in front of the camera, in front of the scenes, and then act like hell behind the scenes. You're the same yesterday, today, and forever. And you let him transform you. He's the same. You should be consistent. Don't you think? <laughs> it's the truth. It's the truth. But it's something you live out with true faith and true love. There's also accountability. Where that heart takes responsibility for its failures. And if not, then we have seven other mountains operating in true love if they're there. That'll hold that heart and vessel accountable. That's where we once were as a nation. That's God's way. It's God's heart. It's God's truth. And let me tell you something. I've already said that to you. If you stayed out of church the past 25 years, God preserved you. This is also why the old guard can't be used for this new move. You can't unless you choose to change because God has to deliver you out of from underneath the apparatus of religion or out from underneath MK Ultra. This is why three-fourths of the church have been stuck. Because most of these people think that they're okay. But we're seeing entire generations getting caught up in this false Luciferian mindset, caught up in Jezebel and Leviathan, and God knows whatever other demons were released through witchcraft. It was the plan of Satan to keep people stuck in Phariseeism or Satan's heart and mind and not allowing them to move into the heart of Christ or the mind of God like we used to. God's trying to bring us back. He's telling you how to do it. As we move into Psalms 11, or excuse me, 117, 1 and 2, which is talking about helping all nations. While we wrap this up today, I want to thank you for listening to the 15-Minute Rev. I thank you guys so much for being here. Um, it's a place where God called Israel and his church to be a blessing to all the world. And there are so many who are worshiping false gods in this hour. They've never heard of Christ. And they've some have fallen away from God because they just feel like he's left them without realizing that the cloud did move on. They just got stuck or duped. And God is in that time right now where he's trying to 
bring all men back to himself. It's also a place where God teaches us how we might be a blessing to others and why it's important that we each know the true, warm, unconditional love of Jesus or his truth, not our version of it. Which brings me to Proverbs 28.1, where it talks about becoming lions again. Becoming lions. I don't know why I deleted you. Uh, did you accidentally delete her? We didn't mean to delete your voice from her. I don't know what's up with that. Let's wrap this up. Um, it says the wicked flee, though no one pursues. But the righteous are as bold as a lion. The righteous are as bold as a lion. I believe this is a, the crossroads that we're at right now be honest with you and I believe that we all have a choice to make that we I don't think she meant to do that to you Joyce <laughs> um, but I do believe we do have a choice to make um, that we're we're standing in a place right now we're either going to stand up for the truth or we're going to stay stuck and I'm not I don't know about you but I'm not willing to stay stuck there I'm not willing to stay and be drawn back I've been in the uh, a position where we have been dealing with people stuck in this apparatus for about three and a half, some seven years. Um, and I believe we're coming out of this place now where God is having his way because we've, he, like he told us today, we've entered into a place of promotion. But if that's you, if that's you and you feel like you've been stuck, I want to pray for you. And I want to ask God to help you and bring you into all truth. And, and help you to see things from a different perception and not just from the one that you've been standing in. Because sometimes, and, and I'll never forget this. My aunt told me this about 20 years ago when I was in a job and I had this person attacking me and Jezebel and she made the statement. She said, you know, Missy, perception's reality. And sometimes our reality is skewed where it hinders us from seeing the truth and the way God wants us to walk with regard to his truth. And what he says is right versus what we think is right. Again, there's a way that seems right to a man, but the end is death. And so if that's you, I want to pray with you real quick. But Father God, I just looked at this people group right now. And I thank you. I thank you for the place that America finds herself at. Um, because with every testing, we get an opportunity to choose life. We get an opportunity to get to know you at deeper levels. And Father God, I'm asking. You'd be our very present help in time of need, right? That you'd order our footsteps forward in the way that we should walk, not the way that we want to walk through the flesh, but the way that you would have us walk. Psalms 37, 23. Order our thinking, order our steps, order our time, order everything. Psalms 37, 23. In the way that you go. In the way that love, the warm, unconditional love of Jesus goes. And so, Father, I just say, I just say thank you so much. Thank you so much that we have you as a friend. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. So I'm going to wish you a happy Thanksgiving, guys. If I don't see you, we're not going to be on next week. We're going to be taking the week off, and I won't probably see you till the week after. But I hope you have a wonderful Thanksgiving week. Um, don't forget your Black Friday. I didn't. Mean, I just like that little sign thing up there. I like the colors. I like. I'm like a fish with a fishing lure. 
And I told you she didn't mean to do that. I <laughs> knew didn't mean to do that. She would never do that to you, Joyce. I know her. She would not. We love you, Joyce Romer. Don't you go away. <laughs> she didn't mean to do that. So we, we so apologize. And I did appreciate all your comments because you were spot on. But um, thank you for joining us for The Rev today. We, we do this on Tuesdays and Fridays. And um, if this is your first time catching us, please do hit the subscribe button. We do these just for you. They're prophetic uh, overviews and they give you prophetic insight as to what's going on in the world to help you navigate through your world hopefully a little easier um if you're looking for a tribe consider uh, emailing us you can go check us out at ezekielswill.org um, or you can go over to our other channel which we put up at the top of the screen let me see if i can find it here real quick they put it up maybe you put it up here right there that's where she put it um i'll put it up again but it's our other channel for Monday Night Lives. You're going to go, want to go check us out. It's not going to be me teaching it. It's going to be Sonia Vega teaching that class. It's called Monday Night Live, where we're going to teach you about how to battle witchcraft. And we're going to teach you how to battle your way through the seasons of God's heart. Go join us there. Go sign up. It does not start till January the 2nd. So don't get upset if you don't get notified. It's not going to start happening till January the 2nd. You'll be notified if you hit the little little notification thing there but go join us there and then if you like what you see and you like what you're learning then maybe you'll come on board and you can become a member of ezekiel's will and we'll take you into deeper healing deeper deliverance and we'd love to be a part of your transformation process so i'm looking forward to hearing from you looking forward to seeing you again next tuesday after next and until then you have yourself a great thanksgiving and i'll see you soon guys bye-bye